0: Welcome to Zikhud Asiman Mamma B'Avam Goldhai, and through Mazakhiz Yavamas, Da'afra Lamid, the third parak, Arba'achin. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the third mission on the da'af brings the case of three brothers, two of whom were married to two sisters, the Echad Nasui Nachris, and one was married to an unrelated woman. One of the sisters' husbands died childless, and the brother married to the unrelated woman, took her in Yibum. Then the second brother's wife died, and then the one married to the unrelated woman died childless, leaving both his original wife and the wife he took in Yibum to the second brother, whose deceased wife was the sister of the Yibamah. Behold, the sister of his deceased wife is forbidden to him forever, since she was forbidden to him at one time when her first husband passed away, and she fell to him in Yibum. Pointing to the fifth mission, in the Daf states, "Vehu'an," and in all of them, referring to the fifteen cases of arayos listed in the first mission of the Masechta, she ben kedushin or gerishin basafek haryol chotzos If they're in a state of a Suffolk kedushin or a Suffolk gerishin, their tzaros require chalitza since there is a possibility that they are not tzaros of an erva, but may not be taken in yibum since there is a possibility that they are tzaros of an erva. What's the case of a Suffolk kedushin? Zarak vavkedushin safek karvlo If the husband who has since passed away had thrown the kedushin referring to the money or the star, to the erve, and it was a suffolk whether it landed closer to him or whether it landed closer to her. Rashi explains that they were standing in a rishus of rabbim, where the rabbis established that a person acquires an object within their dalad amos, and they were standing exactly eight amos apart. There's a suffolk whether it landed in her dalad amos, in which it would be considered that she received the condition or it landed in his dalad amos. A suffolk garrison is where the husband wrote the get, but there are no witnesses, or there were witnesses, but it has no date on it, or it has a date, but only one witness signed it. And pointing it right through, the Gemara notes that the Mishnah did not present a case of Suffolk Gerishim, where a get was thrown and it was a Suffolk if it landed closer to him or to her, like it did with the Suffolk Kedushim. Where she explains that this implies that in such a case, the divorce would not be valid and the Tsar would not even require chalitza, since she's considered a Tsara of an erva. The Gemara asked why is divorce different? And Rabbi answered, This woman, referring to the Tsara of the erva, had a chazaka of one who is permitted to marry anyone after her husband's death. Masafik ataballah osro, and on account of a Safik you're coming to prohibit her? al tasrén masafik, do not prohibit her based on a Safik. Abai said to Rabbah, if so, in a case of a Safik we should say the same thing. Ishaz ob e to hetel Masafik ataballah osro, al tasrén masafik, this woman prior to the Safik had a chazaka being permitted to the Yobam. In the event of her husband's death. And on account of a Suffolk, you're coming to prohibit. Do not prohibit based on a Suffolk. The Gemara answers is Chumrah khumra there. In the case of the Suffolk adushan, the Tsar is prohibited to the Yavim as a Khumra. The analysis of this Sugya continues on to the next da. So once again, the three points are at number one. The third mission on the da brings a case of three brothers, two of whom were married to two sisters, the Echad Nasui Nakhris, and one was married to an unrelated woman. One of the sister's husbands died childless, and the brother married to the unrelated woman, took her in Yibum. Then the second brother's wife died, and then the one married to the unrelated woman died childless, leaving both his original wife and the wife he took in Yibum to the second brother, whose deceased wife was the sister of the Yavama. Behold the sister of his deceased wife is forbidden to him forever, since she was forbidden to him at one time when her first husband passed away, and she fell to him in Yibum. Pointing to the fifth mission of the dove states the Hulan, and in all of them, referring to the fifteen cases of Arayos, listed in the first mission of the Masechta, she been Kadushun or Gerishin Busafic, Hai chotzos If they were in a state of a sufficadushin or a Suffolk Gerushan, their sorrows require Chalitza since it is a possibility that they are not sorrows of an erva, but may not be taken in Yibum since there is a possibility that they of an erva. what's the case of a Suffolk caducian karvlo if the husband who has since passed away had thrown the Kedushin, referring to the money or the star to the Erva, and it was a Suffolk whether they landed closer to him or whether they landed closer to her, Rashi explains that they were standing in a Rishus of rabbim, where the rabbis established that a person acquires an object within their Dalat Amos and they were standing exactly eight amos apart. There's a suffix whether it landed in her Daladamos in which it would be considered that she received the condition or it landed in his Daladamos. A suffolk garrison is where the husband wrote the get, but there are no witnesses or there were witnesses, but it has no date on it. Or it has a date, but only one witness signed it. And pointing me right through, the commander notes that the Mishnah did not present a case of Suffolk Gerishim, where a get was thrown, and it was a Suffolk if it landed closer to him or to her, like it did with a Suffolk Kadushim. Where she explains that this implies that in such a case, the divorce would not be valid, and the Tsar would not even require Khalitsa, since she's considered a Tsara of an erva. They more asked why is the worse different, and Rabbi answered, "Ichazo bechazlas had to This woman, referring to the tzara of the erva, had a chazaka of one who is permitted to marry anyone after her husband's death. Masafik atabal and on account of a safik, you're coming to prohibit her. Al tasreim do not prohibit her based on a safik. Abai said to Rabbi, if so, in a case of a Suffolk Kedushin, we should say the same thing. This woman, prior to the Suffolk Kedushin, had a Chazaka being permitted to the Yobam in the event of her husband's death. And on account of a Suffolk, you're coming to prohibit her? Do not prohibit based on a Suffolk. The Gemara answers Khumra there. In the case of the Suffolk Kedushin, that prohibited to the yavam as a Khumra. The analysis of this, Sugiyah, continues on to the next stop. All right, so now we go to our daf Lamed, and our standard Simona is a Melamed, a Rebbe. So here goes. The Rebbe whose principal forbade him to discipline his class one moment, and realized he wouldn't be able to discipline them forever, couldn't stop the boys from throwing paper, who claimed they were playing the Suffolk-Kadushin game, after he told them the Suffolk-Gerushin game isn't played like that. Once again, slow motion. The Rebbe, Rebbe, that must be a daf Lamed, the Rebbe, whose principal forbade him to discipline his class one moment, and realized he wouldn't be able to discipline them forever, which reminds us that if a yavam's wife's sister fell to him for Yibim once, from one brother, which of course he couldn't do, and then again after his wife passed away and her yavam passed away, Zo'asura Behold, the sister of his deceased wife is forbidden to him forever, since she was forbidden to him at one time when her first husband passed away, and she fell to him in Yibim. So the Revenue's Principle forbade him to discipline his class one moment and realized he wouldn't be able to discipline them forever, couldn't stop the boys from throwing paper, who claimed they were playing the Suffolk-Kedushin game, which reminds us of the fifth mission that the Dov states, Vakulon, and all of them, referring to the 15 cases of al listed in the first Mishnah of the Masechta, If they were in a state of a Suffolk-Kedushin or a suffolk their Tzaros require Chalitza, since there's a possibility that they're not Tzaros of an erva, but may not be taken in Yibum, since there's a possibility Possibly that they aren't of an erva. The mission explains that a Suffolk Kedushan is if the husband who has since passed away had thrown the Kedushan, referring to either money or the star, to the erva, and it was a Suffolk whether it landed closer to him or it landed closer to her. It then gives three examples of what a Suffolk Gerishan is. So the Rebbe, whose principal forbade him to discipline his class one moment and realized he wouldn't be able to discipline them forever, couldn't stop the boys from throwing paper who claimed they were playing the Suffolk Kedushan game after he told them the Suffolk Gerishan game isn't played like that. Which reminds us, the Gemara notes that the Mishnah did not present a case of a Suffolk garrison where a get was thrown and it was a Suffolk if it landed closer to him or to her, like it did with a Suffolk adushim, which she explains implies that the divorce would not be valid and the Tsar would not even require chalitza since she's considered a Tsara of an erva. The Gemara asks, why is divorce different? And Rabbi answered, This woman referring to the Tzara of the erva had a Chazaka of one who was permitted to marry anyone after a husband's death, um, a osra, and on account of a suffix, you're coming to prohibit her? Alta serenum a do not prohibit her based on a suffix. Abaya challenges this answer. So once again, the Rebbe whose principal forbade him to discipline his class one moment, and realized he wouldn't be able to discipline them forever, couldn't stop the boys from throwing paper, who claimed they were playing the Suffolk kadushin game. After he told them the suffix Garishan game isn't played like that. Alright, now it's time for four ball up Dav Chavav. So the symbol Dav Chavav is a military coup. So here goes the soldier who testified that his friend died in the military coup. Military coup. That must mean we're on Daf Chavav. The soldier who testified that his friend died in the military coup and then married the wife after his own wife died. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, V'kulam, and all of them referring to the Chalchim, who did not release a wife from her net, the Shalich who brought a get from Medina's and the witness to a man's death, Sheulam, nashim Mesu mutarazli nasilehem. If they had wives at the time and the wives later died, they're permitted to marry the woman whose case they were involved in. Rashi explains that there's no reason to be suspect that they had ulterior motives since they were married at the time. Thichmurah clarifies that in certain situations, even after he divorces his wife, one is permitted to marry these women. So the soldier who testified that his friend died in the military coup and then married the wife after his own wife died met up with a comrade whose testimony freed up a woman to marry his son, which reminds us of the Mishnah state at mutars Muttar Olachem. And all these women are permitted to the sons and brothers of these men who were involved in freeing them. The more explains why this is different from what is taught in Abraissa, that if one is the subject of rumors that he was with a certain woman, that he's forbidden to her mother, her daughter, or her sister. So the soldier who testified that his friends died in the military coup, and then married the wife after his own wife died, met up with a comrade whose testimony freed up a woman to marry his son. And they had a grand old time discussing the Sidya of Khalidza Pesula which reminds us that a chalitza is where the brother is not permitted to do yibum and forced to do chalitza, such as in the case where the Yavama is the sister of the Yavam's chalitza. Since it's a chalitza p'sula, the yavamah acquires a chalitza from all the brothers, since this type of chalitza does not have the strength to sever the zika from all the brothers at once. Daf Chavzayin. So the sinner Daf is a kazoo. So here goes. The kids who blew their zika alert kazoo's kazoo's, that must be more on Daf Chavzayin. The kids who blew their Zika alert kazoos at the tsaros of two sisters who did chalitza to warn them that they were not released yet. Which reminds us, Ravashi explained Shmuel's ruling that if the yavam performs chalitza with two sisters, the tsaros are not released. is based on the view that there is zika. And the reason why the tsaros are not released when the Yavan performs chalitza with the sisters is because the zika is not strong enough to make the tsaros of an erva through the zika equal to the erva through Zika herself. And Rashi explains that the Rabban decreed a Zika in the case of Ahu Zukuka. So, making the sister of a Zukuka like an erva. Now, while this on a Rabban level forbids her tsara from Yibum, it's not strong enough to classify her as an erva like it does with the tsara of a Dereisa erva. Therefore, the tsars require chalitza as well. So, the kids who blew their zika alert kazoo's at the tsars of two sisters who did chalitza to warn them that they were not released yet... Where one was a ballas get, and the other a Mimer, which reminds us more as in a case in which a man's brother died childless, leaving two widows, and the Yovin gave a get to one widow and did Mimer with the other one. Which one should the yavam do Chalitza with? Do we say that the one that received the Get should do Chalitza, the Askel Baba Chalitza, because the yavam has already started the Chalitza process with her? Or do we say it's preferred to do Chalitza the one he did mimur with, Mishim de Kroba Labia, because since he did mimur with her, she's closer than her tsara to doing Yibam with the Yavim, and therefore the Chalitza is a stronger Chalitza. The Gemara concludes that they are equal, and neither takes precedence. So the kids who blew their Zika alert kazoos at the tsaros of two sisters who did chalitza to warn them that they were not released yet, where one was a balas get and the other a balas mimer, were told to stop blowing when they were notified that in fact the first sister died before doing chalitza and the second one was taken, in Yibum, which reminds Rav did said in the name of Rav, in a case of two sisters who married two brothers who fall to one Yavum, if the first widow died before doing chalitza, then he may take the second sister in Yibum. The more clarifies that even though Rub holds that the principle of Shako Yavama Sheena koraba Bushas Yavama Yavo Aleha, Arizoke Ishus Ach any Yavama, that I cannot call the time she fell to Yibum a Yavama is considered like the wife of a brother who has children and is forbidden to the Yavam forever, he says it only applies when it's dealing with the Derisa of Achos Isha. But in the case with two sisters, where it's only a Zika Rabanan, it does not apply. Daf So the sim is a strong man. So here goes the strong man. Strong man. That must be more in Daf the strong man who did yibum to one of two sisters, because the other was an erva to him, though his brother could not do the same. Which reminds us, the Mishnah, Dav Vav, Amad'alv, had stated that in the case of two sisters falling to two brothers for yibum, if one of the sisters is an erva to one of the brothers, then the brother is forbidden to take her, but is permitted to take her sister in yibum. The Gemara asks why this was taught, when we already learned it in the Mishnah, Chav Amad'alv, with the case of two sisters who fall to one brother, and one of the sisters is an erva to the yavum. And the Mishnah states, Achos, her sister, who is her fellow Yavama, may either do Chalitza or be taken in Yibum. The Gemara will discuss why the Mishnah needed to repeat it. So the strong man who did Yibum to one of two sisters, because the other was an Ervatuam, though his brother could not do the same, discovered they were daughters born out of wedlock, which reminds us, Reviewed and said that Ravikhiya's rule applies to all the arise listed in the first Mishnah from the case of a mother-in-law and onward, but does not include the first six cases related to daughters and granddaughters. The reason is that this rule could only apply to daughters that were conceived out of wedlock. For then they could be two sisters that were daughters from two brothers from the same woman. And our Mishnah only deals with cases of marriage, not with cases where a woman was violated. So, the strong man who did Yibum to one of two sisters, because the other was an Erbatuam, though his brother cannot do the same, discovered they were daughters born out of wedlock, and that Rabbi Shimon his brother from doing Ibum or Chalitza because of isha HaKhosa was which reminds the more brings a price to the Reb Shem both sisters of fall to Yibum, to one Yavum from Chalitza and Yibum. for the Pasuk states. You shall not take a woman in addition to her sister to make them sorrows. This teaches That at the time that two sisters become sorrows to one another by falling to the same man for Yibum, you shall not have a marital bond with even one of them. Tav Chav The Simdav Chav is a cot. So here goes. When the Mufna brother sleeping in the cot cot, that must be more of when the Mufna brother sleeping in the cot was woken and did mimer with one of two sisters, which reminds us that the next mission brings the according to what degree mimer is considered like a full marriage. The case is when there are three brothers, two of whom were married to two sisters, mufna, and one is not married. One of the sisters' husbands dies childless, and the mufna does mimer with the widow, and then the second brother dies childless. So the second sister now falls to Yubam to the mufna. The mimer wife stays with him, and the second sister goes out without Yibum or Khalitza, because she is his wife's sister, but Basil is saying he must terminate his Maimur wife with the Get and Khalitza and his brother's wife with Khalitza. This is the case in which they say, al ishto al Woe to him over his own wife, and woe to him over his brother's wife. This is because the Mufna loses both women. So when the Mufna brother sleeping in the cot was woken, and did Maimur, with one of two sisters, he knew that her sister, who then fell to him for Yibum, did not answer his Mimer wife as Ahuzuku Kaso. Which reminds of Rebel who said, do not say that Maimur, according to Beishamai, Kona, Kinyan, Gamur, is a complete Kinyan of the Yavama, so that if the Yavam wants to send her out, I get a sufficient. Rather, Maimur, according to in Enukona, El, but Batsara, Bilvat, does not make a Kinyan except regarding being of the Maimur's rival Yavama, which in this case is her sister. Ravashi teaches that Rebel Azur said a different version of Beishamai, which the Gomorrah comes to refute. So, when the Mufna brother sleeping in the cot was woken, and did Maimur with one of two sisters, he knew that her sister who then fell to him for Yivum, not Asr's Maimra wife as Ahus Zuku Kaso. But he was too sleepy to remember if the Maimra was like Nisun or like Erison, requiring Kuppa and her consent. Which reminds Rabbah asked, Maimra be Nisun Oso, Erison Oso, Maim, Reconi be Does it affect Nisun or does it affect Erison? If it works like Erison, she would require Kuppa with her consent. All right, that concludes today's Shere. This is everybody, Ram and Zichur, you a great day and great learning.